let's say you had to have four condiments that you had to, <laughs> to choose for the rest of your life, okay? Okay. To accompany your meals henceforth from now to the day you die. You only get these four. You can't use any other condiments, okay? Which four are you going for? Uh, Durex, um, Trojan. No, man, condiments, not... <laughs> Come on. Wow, a, but I'm corny. Family show. But I'm corny, though. Get out of if here. If I would have said that, both of y'all would have rolled y'all eyes. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes right man. now. I didn't hear what you said. My bad. Continue. <clears throat> Condiments like ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise. It's a family show. <laughs> go ahead. You go first. Do you want me to go first? All right. Yeah, my Mount man. Rushmore, my, my four condiments for life. You got to go ketchup, number one. That's the OG. There's no mess with ketchup. There's no substitute for ketchup. Okay. Second. <laughs> Second. I go spicy brown mustard. Okay. Oh, you threw a curveball there. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, like, I would think, okay, maybe regular mustard, but I think that spicy brown is just a better flavor. Where are you buying that from? I don't know. Whichever one the best one is. If I have, like, unlimited of this condiment where, you know, no matter what, I got it, mm-hmm. you got to go, like, top shelf. Okay. Not Publix brand, okay. No, no, no offense to Publix, but that's disrespectful. First, you say things about condoms, then you downplay Publix. I like, I like Publix. I'm just saying, like sometimes we're the, gonna lose it. We're gonna lose every, all seven of the viewers, viewers we have, <laughs> have, listeners we have. Stop. Publix has some great products. I'm just saying, like not all the time are they like top of the line. You know, they can't be great at everything. They're good at a lot of things, but they're not the best mustard makers in the world. Okay, we got a Dijon. Dijon, Dijon is good, but mine is dip. Come on, I go spicy brown. Spicy brown. All right. So that's number two. Number three, man, I gotta go. I gotta go some type of hot sauce. I would say like a good habanero hot sauce. I think it'd be good. And then salsa is my number four. Is salsa a condiment? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Because you you don't pay for condiments. You're not going nowhere and getting yeah. a free salsa. Like this. Yeah, ketchup, no, ketchup is an extra. You get free salsa at most. Right? It's in the little buffet thing. No. Nah, what do you mean? Mo's. That's not salsa. I mean, I get. What do you mean? It's not, I, I went to Moe's like a couple of days ago. They have like a whole bar there. You can order your food. <laughs> but you just get unlimited salsa. You don't have to pay for it. But this is what I'm saying, though. You can thing. sit and eat salsa. Like, you can have salsa, not by itself, but salsa is a standalone. What's like, the difference between salsa and chips and ketchup and fries? Checkmate. Thank you very right, much. Man. Thanks for listening to Somewhat Sports. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up right there. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. Would you eat a spoonful of ketchup by itself? <laughs> ah, <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't be that bad. Okay, so see, but that's not the same. Because we could have gave you an answer, but you had a valid point. I feel like you're not going to sit up here and eat a spoonful of ketchup. Some condiments are better on their own than others. That's fine. No, I think the only condiment that you've named that can stand alone is salsa. Salsa is not a condiment. I've had a spoonful of hot sauce. See if it tastes good. I'm trying. I feel like sauce. I feel like you're fighting this one. I do, I don't <laughs> think I don't think sauce is a, a condiment. We can have people. That could be the vote. We'll decide on that. <laughs> that'll be the poll question yeah, for today. That'll be the poll. Is question. salsa right. a condiment? All right, go, go ahead with yours. I'm already. I'm done pretty with plain, so you right. might have to go first. First of all, ketchup is good, and on my Mount Rushmore, yes, mm-hmm. but it should not be mentioned number one. Honey mustard is the Honey best mustard? condiment out there. Yes. It's good. Don't Sweet wrong. Baby Ray's Barbecue. Oh, you know, I thought about I didn't think about barbecue. Mm. I'm going to have to switch my hot sauce off for barbecue. Too late. I, yeah, it's too late. <laughs> <I> kinda, <laughs> You're done forever. Got him out of here. <laughs> I kind of want to say ranch. 
for, for the wings. You could go out on and that. And ranch go with a lot of things. I used to put ranch on my pizza back mm. in high school. What? Yeah. That's disgusting. It's actually pretty good. No. Guarantee some right. other people do it. So you're sitting there telling me that you wouldn't eat a like a small spoonful of ketchup by itself, but you'd rather put ranch on pizza. That's disgusting. Yeah, two of those, those things are totally different. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, one's a spoonful of something by itself. Another thing is adding a condiment. Right, because I like the taste of ketchup by itself. You're adding the... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a I tomato. Like, I like ranch, but adding it to pizza is disgusting. I don't think so. I think there's plenty of people that add, that add um, ranch to their pizza. And I think we can ask people that as well. <laughs> That's another Just question. Ask them, We're going to ask them a lot of questions. <laughs> what about you, John? I don't even need four. I got three. Yeah, I'm, I only got to name three, but I guess obviously my turn is over. Go ahead, John. What, what do you, <laughs> he asked. No, I mean, I know, I know, your thing is, when that's, you mentioned ranch on pizza, your turn, you were eliminated immediately. I, but go ahead. Go ahead with your fourth. So I just, no, that's fine. I just want to see the Man, rules. Before we play games, I, I want, they do. Like a pizza hut? He don't know. He don't know. But having ranch as like a sauce on a pizza is different than like having a, a run-of-the-mill pepperoni pizza and putting ranch on it. It's not. It is. Wait, you put it on the pizza? I know plenty of people that put ranch on top of pizza, and I've done it as well. Yes. I used to do it in high school. It was big for me. Because like the buffalo chicken ranch pizza. I mean, just because I like the barbecue pizza now. Barbecue pizza is my my, my jam. I love it. Was barbecue your last one? No, I already put it on there. That was my third one. Okay. Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue. I had honey mustard. Took it from me. I thought about maybe using ranch. And And to serve my spicy ketchup. See, I'm going to combine those into two. Into one and name sriracha as my fourth condiment. <laughs> How is that? I heard like 10 things. Because sriracha is like a spicy kind of ketchup kind of. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Have you it, had sriracha? I have. It's good. <laughs> it's not ketchup-y. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a little ketchup-y. It is, yeah. Did you not see the rap battle in the fridge? Honey mustard literally told ketchup he's a thing in the past because of sriracha. <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> hey, yo, tomato. That's how you talk to your son. You never seen it? No. Wow. <laughs> on, Very much out of the loop right now. Don't worry about it. All right, boom. I Top. need a lot of people to back me up here. I feel like I'm out, I'm out on a limb. Go ahead and throw them alive and see see if you catch anything, man. No, nah, go ahead. That was my fourth. Yeah, John, got it. All right, my number one is going to be ketchup. All right. Swiss Army knife of the condiments. Agreed. Um, it can only do one thing. <laughs> it can only Swiss do one thing. There's so many things. It's going on pretty much everything. French fries, burgers, yes, burgers, hot dogs, of hot dog. Can't forget the hot dog. Come on now. You could put honey mustard on everything you chicken just said. Tenders. Yeah, but people chicken, don't. And honey mustard goes can, way better on chicken tenders. Listen, you you're not gonna it, find no don't. ketchup. <laughs> you're not gonna find ketchup at no Thanksgiving dinner. But you might put a little honey Why mustard you on your ham. You might put a little honey mustard on your ham. Mm. Or maybe on your turkey. No, nah, you're kids, not putting ketchup on turkey. I, I think I don't think there's one application where I'd rather have honey mustard than any other condiment. Chicken tender, barbecue sauce goes better with chicken. Ketchup. No, yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay, continue. You're um, sitting there telling me that you'd rather have honey mustard than Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce on your chicken tenders. The funny thing is. He's criticizing me, but he didn't even name Sweet Baby Ray's in his Mount Rushmore. No, okay, I, he's I, telling I, me I that acknowledged. I, he said, "How can I pick it?" But you picked four over it. I acknowledge the fact you gotta that call it, was a, it was a misstep. Okay, to include hot sauce over Sweet Baby Ray's. I love Sweet Baby Ray's. I always have it in my fridge. What I'm saying, just not on your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> no, it is. I told you, I replaced my hot sauce with Sweet Baby Ray's. Can I go, man? Yeah, go ahead. Man. <laughs> All right. Ooh. <laughs> so second is the Chick Fil A sauce. 
Ooh, I didn't think about Chick-fil-A sauce. Boy, now you're using yeah. franchise content. <laughs> Come on. It is a condiment, It's one though. of a kind, bro. That's true. I mean, if you want to add it, you could get it, but that's my number two. And then number three would be Honey Barbecue from Sweet Baby Ray's. Mm, that's a solid choice. I had to go specific. <laughs> you can throw that on anything. Right. Is that it? So it's ketchup? What was it again? Ketchup, Chick-fil-A sauce, and Honey Honey Barbecue. You got one more, don't you? No, I don't want one more. So you're just doing those three? That's yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> so I need, I might mix two if I feel like it make four. That's not how the game works. You need a fourth one. I don't want it. Yeah. What do you mean? You, don't need you can't sauce. force that man to add to his grocery cart. He is fine. No, I'm saving money here. It man. says if you only got four. He only not even three. like a little like olive oil. I, I, I don't know, man. I can't move no. olive oil either. That's tough. <laughs> is that the condiment? I would say so. Yeah, a little EVOO, baby. <laughs> what do you look at me like that for? <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Extra virgin olive oil. Make a little salad, maybe. All these chicken tenders and fries I've been, I really, I've been I really, eating. I really want to hear what people say. Can I just say that Polynesian sauce is overrated? You're crazy. I'm not. I, I can't understand how people can have the option to have Chick-fil-A sauce and still opt for Polynesian sauce. Like, having tasted both sauces, like, what are you doing? You like it? I love Polynesian sauce. You're lying. I swear <laughs> to you. I swear, I get Chick Fil A sauce. I get Polynesian. Polynesian is for my fries, and the um, the Chick Fil A sauce is for my nuggets. I'd rather have the honey barbecue from Chick Fil A than the Polynesian sauce. No, listen, and this is the crazy thing. So now I see the Chick Fil A, and I'm I have to go here because this is upsetting <laughs> me. I now see that Chick Fil A has the oven baked chips. Okay. Now I told Chick Fil A. Back in 2018, I'm telling you, all jokes aside, I went on Twitter and I DM'd them and I said, listen, y'all need to make oven baked chips. Bubby is that guy, by the way. I'm so serious. <laughs> listen, I told them to use the different sauce flavors as their chip flavor. So you'd have Polynesian chips. You'd have the honey barbecue chips. You'd have the Chick-fil-A chips. Right. Healthy alternative. They never listen to me. I don't know if it's a healthy alternative, but I'll I mean, it's better it. than probably eating fries. Is it oven baked chipped? Oven baked chipped is okay. It's yeah, I guess you're right. It is oven baked. I mean, don't get. I, I know there's some sauce on both, but yeah. You know. But I told them this. They told me that they can't. What do they say? What do they? Uh... They DM me back, and all they said was, you know, you're not an employee. We only take um, advice from employees. We, you know, you won't be compensated or anything like that. And I didn't want compensation. I just want to for the good of the people. Yeah, period. I tried to I tried to help out. So <laughs> Bubby's a man of the people. Just this is community <laughs> philanthropy. Is what it is. My boy, my boy Chance tweeted about Wendy's spicy nuggets. Yeah, so you're trying to make and that Wendy's, but I just want to be on Chance level. <laughs> That's all I want. I want for the people. I want spicy chicken nuggets, and then you go to the Chick Fil A and you go get you some Polynesian oven baked chips to go together. So you said they're you're saying that they took your idea that you pitched them. A couple of months ago. Well, listen, I don't want to say they took my idea because then they might not give y'all the chip flavors. Right. But all I'm saying is now we have the chip. We just need the flavors. So you're just trying to take credit for it. No, no I don't. I don't. I'm not, I don't want credit. All I'm saying is yeah. it's Sounds a coincidence. Like no, 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 no. I don't need no credit. I don't need no credit. All I'm saying is thank you for the chip. Right. If you're out there, and you're listening. You need a podcast to listen to on a Sunday. Chick Fil A. So they're closed. So maybe they'll listen to the podcast. Anyways. Do the chip flavor thing. There we go. It's respectable, man. What a guy. You're welcome. All right, so let's let's shift this condiment talk. In terms of 
Chick-fil-A condiment rankings. What's your what's your condiment ranking? Who, who's the who's the Michael Jordan of Chick-fil-A sauces? It's Chick-fil-A sauce, right? Like the the OG, the sauce, right? It has we to all be. agree. What are you you're shaking do? your head. It's, what, what do you mean, Bub? Are you saying Polynesian sauce is better than Chick-fil-A? He sauce? has a lot. Of, he has a lot of role players on his team. I don't think he has like a superstar that stands out. You see, he uses Polynesian for what chicken nuggets. So it's, it's team basketball, is what you're saying. First of all, yeah, he uses a different <laughs> sauce for every single food that he. Boy, he talk! Uh, I don't know if I'm really feeling this segue, but I I think I see what you're doing. I wasn't doing it, but <laughs> we can roll with it. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> he got he got role players on this team, man. Uh, and who who are you saying that does not have role players? Whose role players didn't show up, John? Oh, Go ahead, man. <laughs> Come on. Okay. <laughs> What are we talking about, the Trailblazers? <laughs> <laughs> no, who else are we going to talk about, John? Boy, we went from Nuggets to Trailblazers. They, those, if we're talking about Damian Lillard and uh, and CJ, they're not role players. No, and they, they didn't show up. Not to the degree that they had in the series previous. Now, how much of that is Golden State's defense, and how much of that is? Than just like having a cold. I think series. Dame's watch was broken. Somebody should check mm, that before wow. the playoffs start. That's petty. <laughs> That's a. I think that has a lot to do with it, and uh, nobody really looked into that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's brought that up. But <laughs> is there is there like a name for someone who specifically looks at watches? Who has like a job that's like they're like a watch. Uh, yeah. Um. Mm, is it like a watchmaker. It's a like watchman. A watch. Wow. <laughs> watch. <doctor>. A timesman. <laughs> I think I like Watchmen better. (laughs) It's the dude on the little corner, the the corner store in the mall. (laughs) Is it got a kiosk? (laughs) So y'all just all over the place today, huh? It seems like it. So, again, answer my question. Okay, what happened between between the uh, the Trailblazers and the Warriors? How much of it was? CJ and, and Dame's fault and how much of it was just Golden State turning it on when they needed to turn it on. In my opinion, I just I feel like Dame I feel like the injury played a little bit of a role. I don't like to give that that credit to people, but every year we find out what injury LeBron played through and you know people ease up a little bit or they say they add that to the resume, oh he was doing it while this. Right. So I'm not saying that it's a excuse for Dame. He's got separated but, ribs, right? Yeah, if yeah. if that is the case, that never heard of that by the way. That's tough. No, that that hurts. I've never, yeah. I've, I've never heard, heard of broken of ribs. I've never heard of separated ribs. I thought your ribs were already separated. I mean, they could be bruised. I've heard of bruised, <laughs> and I've also heard of uh, broke. I, I haven't heard of separated either. Uh, the only time I separate ribs is when I'm at the, the barbecue. And <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. But <laughs> he had the itis. <laughs> he had that Chick-fil-A sauce on him. Oh, else. my gosh. Keep it together. Listen. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I will say is, and I said I kind of predicted this as well. Like in the previous series, when CJ and Dame come off of pick and rolls, they have big men checking onto them. They right. have guys who cannot move their feet. They're not as mobile. I think Joker did a lot better than I thought he would. But like those aren't guys that you really want to be switching onto sure. Dame or CJ. What Golden State was able to do is when they go to a switch, you're not getting Andre Iguodala. You're not getting Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, you're getting Looney. <laughs> who still moves really well for for a big man. You know, you're getting um, Bell, who still moves really good. You get McKinney. Um, all of these guys are good defenders. You know what I mean? Very mobile 
players. Now, I know McKinney got shook last night. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, his ankles. Yes, very They're bad gone. by Dame. But still, to my point, <laughs> those those are good defenders. So now they're not getting as clear of a mismatch. Right. They're not able to move as freely. They can't get to their sweet spots. It's not as routine for them. Sure. That makes it more difficult. So I feel like when you take away getting those easy shots, being able to click into a rhythm and not having that, that's what kind of made things a lot difficult. And they had to run around because they had to guard Clay and Steph. Sure. So. Yeah. I don't know. But they had, like, the Trailblazers had role players that that stepped up and played well. And if you look at the majority of the games, they were up for, like, the first three quarters. And then fourth quarter came, and the Warriors just took over. So is it more of the Warriors are a better closing team? They've been here before. Right. I think that has a lot to do with it. Oh, for sure. But could it also be, like, in my opinion, I feel like, I don't know why I keep saying my opinion. Obviously, it's my opinion. I'm the one saying it. So, but anyway, in John's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when you when you watch the game, it just seems like Golden State tried to take Dame and CJ away. Like I feel OKC never did that. They allowed them to do what they wanted. Even the even the Nuggets a little bit. They you know they showed uh, they would maybe blitz some screens, but they still kind of allowed those guys to move freely. The Warriors didn't allow that. They took them away, and they made their role players play well. But now it's the third quarter, late in the third quarter, it's the fourth quarter. Right. You can't still rely on Myers Leonard to get you a bucket. Right. You've got to go back to Dame. <laughs> you got to go back to CJ. But they weren't. They couldn't. So it's like feeding your role players, getting them going, yes, that does help. But if you're going to constantly take guys away, and then at the end I'm going to make Myers Leonard beat me, late in the game you have to – Rodney Hood right. has to step to beat me. It's not going to happen. So, so I feel like that's really what the Warriors are able to do. Hey, your role players can go off. We'll just hang in there. But we know when it's time. Yeah. It's a wrap. Well, shouts to Rodney Hood for getting shut out by the Golden State Warriors <laughs> three straight years on three separate teams. Poor guy. That wasn't f- good in any hood. The Warriors are good in any hood. I felt like that was good. No, it wasn't. Man. Three different we hoods. Need to start having, three. We need to start having you like sign the tweets that you make from the somewhat sports space so everyone knows these bad jokes are coming from you. This is what I want. If, you, if you're out there no, and you listen. Bubby tried it in the group chat, and now he's trying to get it off of the I new thought, audience. I thought, was, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was good. It wasn't bad. I thought it was straight. Not your finest work, but it was, it was good. It was this good. is what I want. How about this? If you notice a tweet, just claim. I want whoever's out there. If you claim it, you guess it right. Maybe there's some prizes or something. Nah, it's not. I think, uh, <laughs> what right. kind of budget do you think we're working with? I don't know. <laughs> all these prizes. A prize could be a oh, shout out. See, that's your problem. Everything has to be a monetary value. That's ridiculous. You young kids these days, <laughs> man. Aren't you like six months older than me? <laughs> Clearly, I learned a lot in those six months. <laughs> Talk to you in six months then, right? So uh, there is a, a little bit of a debate going on. Uh, Andre Iguodala. I don't know if this is just like him, you know, being prisoner of the moment and and seeing. Because yes, okay, Steph played phenomenal this series. I think he averaged what like thirty six and a half points over these this four game stretch. He scored like 37, 36, 37, 36. Yeah. Um. So he's playing fantastic. But Andre Iguodala is going out saying that Steph Curry is the second best player of all time. Now. He's really good. He's one of the best shooters, I think, of all time. That's what he should have said. Right. But, like, is his shot good enough where it kind of – because he's not necessarily below average at many things. But, like, is how good his shot 
is able to carry the rest of his average to above average skill set to vault him to being top two all time. No, because when you have that conversation, you talk about a two-way player. You talk about how great Jordan was on offense and defense. You can't have that conversation when you bring up Steph Curry. So I think right off the bat, that just eliminates it right there. Yeah. Then you got guys on his own team that we can debate. Uh, is he even better, better man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know if he's like a prisoner of the moment and just brought that up, but I don't agree with it at all. So. Bub, <laughs> you got listen, something to say? I'll, I'll gladly play devil's advocate. And I'm not saying that I do believe it, but I feel like the what makes a conversation able to happen is, is there enough to keep the conversation going, Right. No one's going to say, is Brendan Hayward the second best player of all time? That's, there's, right. there's nothing I can give you to back it up. Steph Curry, whether you be- agree with it or not, you can build a resume for him. You can at least keep the conversation going. You can at least have a comeback for some things that you're going to get. Like everybody, you can say who you want is the GOAT, but LeBron and Jordan, there's a conversation. You argue certain things. Steph Curry has done enough to argue. <laughs> has but he ever been a finals MVP? Ooh. Do you not? He, he was. Ooh. He was. Has he, 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 has he though? Hold on, and and this is. And I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the argument right now. <laughs> okay. Kevin Durant is injured. They go into the finals with this team, with Andre Iguodala, also not the best. He's he stepped it up lately. He's, the he's only on. other no, he's he's injured right now. Andre Iguodala is injured. Right, but I'm saying like lately he's been yeah he's been better. Great defense, but with the, those two guys maybe not healthy 100. percent Steph Curry goes into this game and he plays the way he's continued to play. He is now going to have a finals MVP. He already was the first unanimous NBA MVP. That's right. Hold on, but it's never happened before. So it's still something to add to the list. He's also the greatest shooter of all time. So in one main category in the NBA, he is the best at it. He was also the very first person to do a very big award. He has also been a catalyst for a lot of guys' career. You can say that Draymond Green is only good because he's in this system. You can say that Klay Thompson doesn't even need to put the ball on the floor because of how much attention Steph Curry gains. He's gotten two people from the draft to become huge all-stars. Sure. He also gets superstars to come play with him. Kevin Durant, DeMarcus Cut. You can make an argument, and he's changed the game of basketball. We see that in AAU, high school. Right. I could put a resume. If I'm his lawyer, I could defend it. Is he better than Kevin Durant? From a pure skill wise, I don't, I don't think so. I think because well, of Kevin Durant's size. How can you be the second best player of all time? Because the best <laughs> so player on your team. Not, no, 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 no. I'm and I, I'm, I was playing devil's advocate. Okay. But what I'm saying is, I can make an argument. Like if I have to make an argument towards Kevin Durant, I could definitely do so. Right. My, my opinion, I don't necessarily think so. But if someone paid me to represent and say Steph Curry's the second best, I, I know I could keep. I know I could keep it going for at least 30 minutes. No, I I think you can make the argument that he's one of the best. You can't make, like, he's specifically saying he's He's the second best. I don't think think there needs to be an argument for is he one of the best, though. So that's what I think allows you to have the conversation as that maybe he is top two, top three. He's not top two, though, because you just said that somebody's better than him. No. So, we're talking about so is it it able to have an argument? But this is like black and white. There's really no, like... When you talk about one and two, 
if you can already name someone, we know who's number one. If you can already name somebody that's better than him, why are you still but what arguing? I'm say, but what I'm still... saying is that you can have an argument that he is better than Kevin Durant. I'm telling you my opinion. There's no way that we can say fact or fiction. Like it's that's the thing about comparing players. You can you really can't say unless it's clear cut. Obviously, Michael Jordan is better than Brendan Haywood. I don't know why I keep going back to that. But <laughs> why are you calling up Brendan Haywood? <laughs> Poor guy, man. <laughs> no, nah, I like to. If, if, if he plays yeah. for the, if, if he listens to the Somewhat Sports podcast, I'm sorry to the Hayward and his family. That's probably that's not a sorry. You. He's in the NBA. For I can even compare him. Ain't nobody comparing Michael Jordan above. You don't apologize. He made it. Good job, Brendan. It's fine. Well, make now, now you're calling him Brendan yourself, too. It's like yeah. now you're friends. Like. Listen, all I'm saying is you can make an argument for Steph Curry being the number two. There's, he's done plenty of things that other people haven't. I don't think it's a reach. Shut up, bro. Go ahead and stretch. <laughs> I, think, I think you like LeBron, and I think that's another thing that makes Steph Curry LeBron's so LeBron's better than Steph, too. You if can you make are, the argument. Where are you putting Steph on, on, your, on, your, on your list, then? All time? Yeah. If he's not two, like where, where are you putting him at? On my personal list, yeah, me not his lawyer, not his lawyer. I'm talking like you not playing devil's advocate. Are you back to Bubby now? Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. back <laughs> as opposed to Bubby I like Johnson, Bubby. Esquire representative? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. Like I could, I could honestly have. I feel like once you get to a certain, and once again, we said <clears> the most important thing about the conversation is can you get it going? I think if Andre Iguodala words it better, I can definitely make an argument. I think he's. I think when it comes to Game changers, changing the NBA game. He's mm-hmm. definitely top two. Okay, but like catalyst for the. But like, being a pirate, a pioneer in the game of basketball doesn't necessarily make you like you know, no, automatic top five. Or no, top but two once again, whatever. it also adds to the resume. Sure, because we always talk about Andre. I mean, um, Allen Iverson as a better two guard. Like he, some people would argue he's the third best shooting guard. He, ahead of D Wade, some people would argue that because of how much he changed the game, because of his size, you don't see a small two leading the Sixers to the final. Like some people can say that there's an argument, and his teams were poo. We all agree that <laughs> So I mean, some people have that argument because they changed the game. I think if you look at what Steph Curry has done to the game of basketball, it, that gets added to the resume. But how much does him being on a team where other people are playing very well, like guys like Clay Thompson, where they afford him the flexibility of being able to go out and take these shots. Like, where do you put that? Because he's only been on this one team. You haven't seen how his game fits on other teams. Does that make sense? No, 100%. Like, if I'll let John answer first because I feel like I've been talking a lot. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> This, his team has a lot to do with it. So you talk, you didn't, you didn't mention so Draymond. If he have, yeah, if he didn't have, if he didn't have Clay, he didn't have Draymond, and you know, to to be honest, I think Steve Kerr also like deserves a lot of credit. Like he has a lot of talent on his team, but he's a heck of a coach. He's honestly gained my respect with how quickly they went back to being that fantastic Mark Jackson team. Jackson had a lot to do with that too. If we're gonna talk about sure. it, sure. But then, like after years pass, now it's, we could use that excuse less and less now. Because, but I'm. But does that really count? Does that give him the? If you already have the blueprint to something, just because you're able to manage it, there's a difference between building something and managing it. If you show me what to do, I can make sure people do it the right way. But I feel like Mark Jackson should get a lot of credit for actually building that team up together. Sure. I, I feel should. like I, I feel like Steve Kerr is a great. He's a great manager. That, that should never go away. But at some point, we can't keep holding that over his head. And we gotta say, all right, he is doing a good job. But just like don't hold it over his head, you can't hold Steph Curry that over Steph Curry's head either, that oh, he's what? on a good team because he helped make that team is my only point. But go ahead and finish your but, point first. But you could say the same thing about Draymond. A lot of people say he's the heart and soul of the team. How, how do we know that he hasn't made Steph as good as he is? 
Like, wh- who's to say that Clay Thompson hasn't opened up shots for? for yeah, Steph? that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, if you put Steph on like another team with maybe guys who aren't as great as shooters, who aren't you know. Um, as talented, like wh- where does that team go? Because LeBron will take guys who are, you know, no offense, but should be out of the league in a lot of cases, and take them to the finals. He's done it before, especially in his prime. Maybe not so much right now, mm-hmm. but back when he was in his, you know, early to mid twenties, that's all he did in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think by itself, I think Steph is a great shooter and he's going to shine offensively, but I don't think he can carry a team. As far as somebody like a LeBron would. I just want to get my stats right before I mention this. So continue. <laughs> I want to make sure I, I said this correctly. He interrupted you so you could tell me he was, <laughs> he was gathering some stats. Yeah, go, go. Honestly, there's, there's nothing else to say because he's not number two. He's And we don't mention, we're not saying anything about how well he is on defense. So right. that has to take a lot of um, away from that right. argument. Because, like, I mean, there is something to be said about, like, being the best shooter of all time. But we weren't talking this way about Ray Allen when he was considered the best shooter. Or Reggie time. Miller. Right. right. But they no do so much more than just – he does under, more than under, Reggie Miller and Ray I, Allen, though. I understand that his skill set is better than – No, but he does more, not just skill set. Right. Well, offense. Yes. But, like, But the, the does, fact that you don't mention anything about his defense is a detriment to him. When you talk about how well Kevin Durant is, you can bring up uh, points that you know he he can he can defend the ball. You can do the same thing for LeBron. Anybody else who's in that top conversation of top players, right? You you're going to mention both. Also, yeah. you're mention one point seven steals for your career from the point guard. I mean, that's he's not. I feel like we're but is is steals the end all be all of being a good defender like no of course not but a lot of guys get on list when we look at when we look at defensive player of the years it often goes to a big man who leads the league in blocks which is one stat right. it's not like he's an on ball prim, you know perimeter defender sure now I think a lot of times we look at Clay Thompson Draymond Green Andre Godala all great defenders so they're going to be on top tier guys mm-hmm. so don't penalize that on Steph Curry like a lot of people say oh you hide Steph Curry. He's the fourth best defender on his team, but he p- happens to play with three guys who could very well be a first-team all-defense. Right. All three of those guys could be first-team all-defense okay. in any year. So it's like it's not really his fault that he's hidden on guys, but it's also smart because what do you want to do? You want to attack Steph Curry, right? Mm-hmm. So you're getting the ball out of other team superstars. If yeah. I now have him on Rodney Hood, now you're giving the ball to Rodney Hood to win the game for you once again. That's We want the ball in our superstar hands. I feel like it's good that they put St- Steph Curry, and he gets a lot of those. So he's not a bad defender. It's not like he's not trying. He's very right. smart. He's a great rebounder for he his size. He picks spots. Sure. Great rebounder at his size, yeah. too. Listen, I'm not knocking Steph Curry just because he hasn't played anywhere else. No one says Tom Brady's not the best because he's only been I in, do. in New England. That's and he's idea. only played with Belichick. That's exactly my take. I think he's a system quarterback. But I feel like people would say you're a hater. Because I mean, they can. I'm not, you know, you know it's I don't like, have anything that I could say like, oh yeah, it definitely is. But Isn't that the whole point of the draft? The whole point of a draft is we want to find guys who fit our system. So you're going you're gonna to penalize us for, for doing what we were supposed to? I understand that. You can only perform on the team that you're, that you're on. I get that. Anyways, transitioning a little bit. Now, they swept what was a pretty good Trailblazers team. Obviously, like not super-duper balanced, but they, they played really well throughout this playoffs. And they did it without their MVP. What's going on? Like, I mean, 
what what was the was it thirty two and two when uh or thirty three and two now that they won this last fourth game uh without Kevin Durant since he joined the team? Yeah. That's nuts. That's fantastic. And Kevin Durant is by a lot of people's measure, unless you're Andre Iguodala, uh the best player in the league. Like yeah. how how is this team still this good without a guy who is tremendous? Go. No, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> so honestly, that team is better with him. Um, you're just gonna see, and I know Bubby mentioned this, so I won't speak too much on it, but um with him they are a better team. I think you're just seeing that old Warriors team before he came and how they how they gelled. Other guys gotta step up now because they're not so reliant on K D. When you have K D on the court, it's like just give all the KD. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more of a game of like who's gonna defer rather than who's gonna who's gonna take over. Right. So it's more of kind of like getting guys comfortable, making sure everybody's getting shots, rather than knowing everybody knowing their place, knowing Steph is gonna get his shots, mm-hmm. knowing Draymond is gonna grab the rebound, push the push the ball, get it to one of the shooters. So when you add KD to it, yes, overall they are a better team, but they have to play a completely different style, and that's what Bubby was mentioning earlier. And that's exactly, for me, it's like we play in men's leagues and -hmm. things like that, you know, still active, try to be at least. (laughs) Every team is is different. Like, there's a couple good teams in the leagues, but they have one really good player. Sure. It's easy to defend them because we know we put our best defender on him Mm -hmm. and, you know, we trap all the screens, try to get out of his hands. Provide some help, yeah. Exactly. Like, that's the one guy we're focusing on. So even the Clippers said it. Their whole defensive scheme when they went up against the Warriors were we're going to adjust our entire defense this way to Kevin Durant. Every time he gets the ball, all four off-ball defenders are going to adjust. That's set in print. We know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. When you take Kevin Durant out, now you're thinking, dang, so should we trap Steph? Or can we leave Draymond coming down free? Like They're going to move around so much. We play a team that's all of the dudes on the team are like 40-plus. Right. I swear, they're old. They can all shoot, and they just literally they just run around the whole time. That's harder to Those guard. Those are the worst teams to yeah. play against. Because yeah. now you got to talk, you got to call out the switch, you got to remember every single rule for every player. Because now we're not just focused on Durant. We right. have a rule for every single player. So now you're trying to remember: were we switching off Steph, or we were trapping Clay? Mm-hmm. It's harder to guard. You have to talk more. So yeah, they're more difficult to guard right now. But once you give the ball to Kevin Durant, the seven-foot shooting guard, they're still a better team. They have more options. You can't deny what Kevin Durant does. Right. From what I've gathered, it seems like they play better as a unit without Kevin Durant, but they're harder to – what's the word I'm looking for? Harder to beat if you have that one guy who can just create his own shot whenever he wants to, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Because like you thought like okay they got rid of all their depth you know from years past they had a lot of contributions from guys who you know were pretty decent you know throughout their Warriors tenure they got rid of all those guys Andre Iguodala is a year older um, you know you have some of these guys like Looney really stepping it up but outside of that like there's not really a whole lot to that team they're just taking guys who you've never even heard of was it the McKinney guy who, who is that first of all shout <laughs> out shout out he did he go to um... Wisconsin Green Bay okay yeah. I, so um, I think that might have been their first year 
was he was there or he might have left the year before. I think he was there when Coach Darner got there, though. Right. And yeah. Darner's your, your former coach, for those who don't know. Yeah. Uh, former coach at Florida Southern, got the, uh, the Division II championship in uh, Bubby's senior year, and uh, was coach for both of you guys. So yeah. that's really cool. Uh, he's over at Wisconsin Green Bay doing big things out there. Shouts yeah. to, to him and that program. Obviously producing pretty good talent, NBA-level talent. Clearly. If, uh, if McKinney's out there doing, uh, doing what he's doing for Golden State – you know, but to me, I think that everyone was kind of like, oh, like, well, Demarcus Cousins, you know, is injured. Uh, Kevin Durant's gone too for at least the foreseeable future. You know, not really a specific timeline on him. You know, maybe they're beatable. That's what. That's why. That's what went into my prediction oh. when when the Trailblazers, <laughs> you know, were coming to town. I was like, oh, you know, they're coming off. No, of a, you off of you a good made series. that prediction before Kevin Durant got hurt, didn't you? No, I didn't, because he got hurt in the last series, in the Rocket series. Yeah, he got hurt in game but five. You, Okay. I went into that because I, I thought Kevin Durant was going to be gone for at least the first three games, so I thought they could steal one on on the road and then you know maybe finish it in in six, maybe seven. I don't know. Okay, that was my thought process for. Well, here, here's a question, <laughs> but it turned out not, not to be the case. If you're Kevin Durant right now, like what, what what's going through your mind? What are, what are you thinking? Because am I jealous if I'm Kevin Durant that they're doing so well? Well, that that could be a thought that's running through. There's a lot of emotions because right now you're looking, you're you're outside looking at your team playing what seems like the best they've played this whole right. season, and they're on a roll. To some people say they may be able to sweep the Bucks playing at this pace. Mm. Wait, time out. First off, there's a how is the Eastern also? Conference Finals <laughs> finished already? Like. How did we just oh, you, proclaim oh, you, that the oh, you Bucks? Thought, <laughs> you thought Toronto was going to win? I, I swore that only the Western Conference was. Didn't we just talk finished. about how they barely got away with a double overtime on their court? So they won the game. Not, not on the air, I don't think. I think that was uh, that was post uh, meeting discussion. But oh, yeah, gosh. it was. It that's something we talked about before we got in here. It's oh. like, how is the? Uh, do you think that the the Bucks are gonna are gonna take the Raptors like easy now? Or is that listen? You got to think. Where did Kawhi come from? He came from the Spurs, right. where he learned with Popovich. Mm-hmm. Great coaches all agree. Good teams find a way to win. I'm not going to penalize them because they had to go into overtime. That doesn't matter at home. They found a way to win at home like they needed to do. So that's a W. But who? Who? they're not the Spurs, though. Like Who's their Patty Mills? Who's their Ginobili? I mean, they do have Danny Green, which is... Danny Green came from a, yeah. <laughs> have a Danny Green, and, and, Danny and I'm Green. not saying that they have. He has Who's to have the same team. Who's yeah, I, 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 we need a Patty Mills, okay? <laughs> he doesn't Van Fleet. If he actually played like he did in the regular season, Van Fleet can give you what a Patty Mills does, if okay. not more. If that but still going, gives me PTSD. Going back to this, he doesn't have to have the same team. He just has to have the mentality. Kawhi just needs to go out there. That's what you need—the mentality. When you play like a this whole time I was playing sports, exactly. <laughs> Clearly, you didn't have a me- mamba mentality. Wow. You think it's a joke? I did not know, bro. You, come on, hey, man. you listen. Mentality you... can only take you so far, man. But Kawhi I'm has sorry. enough talent. Like you, you act like I'm saying this about once I, again, Brendan just, Hayward. It's not one v five. I'm like, gonna leave him alone. He gonna find me one day and dunk on me. I really not. <laughs> but it's it's not one v five. But you can get your players going as well like he did it against the Sixers we saw it we saw it already I don't I can't believe I'm but not the counting Sixers, them out the, the Sixers are not the game lost. happens the, tonight what's it's 27-24 right now I'm looking at the uh, judging by my latest that's what is it 257 yep. left in the first so we'll it, see how this it's game, a tight game let's just continue this podcast in about yeah go back to Kevin hour. Durant how does Kevin Durant feel yeah how does Kevin Durant feel <laughs> how does he feel how do you guys think he feels I mean I think that 
to be honest, I think he's got one foot out the door to begin with. So I think he's just like going to worry about getting healthy. I don't think he's going to rush himself back because obviously they've proven that they can finish off, you know, a, a team that's, you know, I thought that was pretty decent in the in the Trailblazers without him. Mm-hmm. So if I'm him, I'm not I'm not sweating right now that they're, you know, not going to be able to match up in the in the finals. Um come back when you're healthy so that way, you know, you're ready to go come the off season, you can sign with whatever team you want and uh Maybe try to get another Finals MVP when you're on your way out the door if you can come back by Game Two. Do you think the outcome of the Finals will determine like what he does in the off season? No. Or you think, I think he's, he's out regardless? I think he's going to New York most likely. I mean that that's where I think the the money line is in a lot of places. So if 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 you so if you think he he's gonna leave no matter what, mm-hmm. is it smart for him to even try to rush back? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying he's going to wait to get healthy. And then, because they, I mean, they, they've proven that they don't need him to win, play really good winning basketball. You know, you don't, you don't come back from 17 points down against that team uh, without Kevin Durant unless you're a really good team. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, if I'm him, I mean, if they get blown out game one on their home floor, actually, which I think that they, they'd be visitors, right? Because I think that the Bucs had a better, a better record. Yeah, they'll be the way team. So. But if they can, if they can steal, you know, one of game one or two, I don't think he's worried about coming back in any. Because I'm, I'm thinking about like the legacy conversation. Like we know that Kevin Durant is in tune with everything that is being said in the media, whether he addresses it oh, yeah. or not. A lot of the conversations are are centered around, you know, how how does that make Kevin Durant look if the Warriors win without him? If they go all the way. Let's say he doesn't come back for the finals mm-hmm. and they win. Does that ruin his legacy there? I mean, at the end of the day, he still has, like, the hardware to go with it. He's got finals MVP trophies. He's got the championships. He's proven that he could be the best player on that team of a, of a team of really, really, really good players. You know, I mean, but, yeah. if you're talking about his all-time legacy, like where he's going to end up, you know, in terms of, you know, top four, top five players all time, then, I mean, maybe it might. But I think that, I think Kevin Durant's game speaks for itself. You don't need to be on a good or bad. You see, you saw how his team got to game seven with Russell Westbrook against the team that was tremendous in the Warriors, you know, a couple of years ago. Right. So I think his legacy is for the most part cemented. Now, if he could take the Knicks and make them nationally prominent where they're a contender year in and year out for the next couple of years, I think his legacy can only go up from here. Well, that's what I think he should have did from the very beginning. And that was my only problem with him leaving and turning around and going to that team because I was a Kevin Durant fan on OKC. Right. I was, I was happy to see them take the Warriors that far. And then when it was over, I was like, you know what? He probably needs to leave Westbrook mm-hmm. and find something else. And then it was just a shock that of all the teams that you would go to, you would go there. Yeah. Not because people say like he's a snake and stuff and all that. It was more of like, I know how good you are. Nobody's going to see it because it's always going to be that team was already that good. So mm-hmm. even if you are the best person on that team, and which we're seeing now is people always have like an asterisk next to it saying, mm-hmm. hey, they could have won without you. So now yeah. – he has to do what I think he should have done in the very beginning when he left OKC the first time. Right. So. I think if he leaves and he does go somewhere else, then you kind of open the doors back up to the argument. Because if he's not successful, it's, see, you can't win on your own. Right. I think the one argument he has, and this is why I know this is crazy, but I feel like if it's not broke, don't fix it. You didn't see the Spurs after the after the continued success, like, hey, let's split up. Let's. Mm. I honestly think, and I know this is crazy, the Warriors are leaving. Um, they're going to a different location. Mm-hmm. I feel like, what if you keep the whole team? 
I feel like what if everybody stays and they continue a dynasty? Like they clearly cannot be beat. So now, as Kevin Durant, if you want to show people that you really don't care about their opinions, mm-hmm. I'd almost just stay. But I think he does care. But see, that's my point is that he shouldn't. Because to your point, if you liked Kevin Durant before he left OKC, you liked him as a basketball player, not right. his story. Because mm-hmm. it's the same thing people are doing Game of Thrones. You love you love the series the whole way through, yeah. then it doesn't go the way you want it to, and now the show is stupid. Mm-hmm. Or, man, I can't believe these dumb writers. You loved it this whole time. Yeah. Nothing changed. It may not be what you wanted it to do. But it's not your story to tell. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Kevin Durant. You loved him this entire time as a great player. We know how great of a player is. Okay, see, he was my favorite player. Just because he makes a decision that's not my decision doesn't mean that he's no no longer as good as a basketball player. He's still a seven-foot shooting guard. Right. Why are we not still in awe of him? Like, they don't have to play out their their lives the way we want them to for me to be for me to honor his career. Sure. If I'm him, I'm staying in the Warriors. Can't, no one's can beat us. I can even sit out. Let's just right. keep running it until somebody does. But there are rumors of like other guys like wanting to leave for greener pastures. I know people have rumored that Clay Thompson might want to move and try to like do his own thing and for be sure. his own person. And you know, obviously, with the amount of talent on that team. A lot of guys who deserve max contracts aren't getting max contracts yeah. for obviously the good of the team. And of course, you know, you make a lot of that money back uh, in endorsement deals and stuff like that. But going from Golden State on the West Coast to, you know, a team like New York, I think would be better for like the Kevin Durant brand if you be if you build a winner in New York. No, I I, you know I think him and Clay probably both will leave. Right. What I would like to see right. is just Kevin Durant saying, forget it. Let's just stay here and let's, like Andre Godala said, let's make, like, who can beat us? Mm-hmm. But to your point, I think the Knicks probably will be where he, either that I'd or love maybe to see the him Nets. go to the Nets. Yeah. Oh. I think maybe the Nets. I just hate the Knicks. So I would like much. to see him and Kawhi team up. <laughs> That'd be cool. At the Nets. That'd be can nice. you imagine D'Lo at the one? Right. Kawhi, KD. That's nice. That's yeah, a, I mean, it's, it another means super a, team. Right. Well, D'Lo's a bit. I mean, he's good. D'Lo up and coming. Top yeah. seven. If you if you going to fall in love with playoff hype, and then, well, not so much in the playoffs, but he's playing second half of the season. He turned it on. He was really yeah. good. Yeah, even before that, because he made the then he made the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty good season. Definitely better than he played in, in L. A. But given a chance, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I to me, I just would rather the Knicks not be good. Whenever the Knicks are bad, it just makes me happy. That's hey, 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 your whole life, pretty hey, much. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm hating. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Is, it a, is that a player haters ball reference? Player yeah. Haters. <laughs> I wish all the bad things in the world would happen to you. <laughs> and only you. Can we can we talk about potential matchups here when it comes to Eastern Conference Finals? Whoever wins the Eastern Conference Finals. Who, who do you think is a better matchup for for the Warriors? Because obviously, I, when it comes to the metrics, you would say that the Bucks are a better team. But does that necessarily mean that they're a better fit to take on the Warriors than the Raptors? Because Raptors have some talent on that team. You know, it's not like they're not talented. I think that the sum of the parts in Milwaukee is better than the Raptors. But the Raptors, maybe they match up a little better. What do you think? What do you think? No, what do you think? <laughs> Someone answered the dang question. <laughs> Great question. I I don't know if there's better matchups because both teams are kind of going to allow you to do different things. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get a chance to see if Milwaukee's length can bother the shooting. 
of right. the Warriors. So maybe there's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also going to space the floor out as well because Brooke Lopez can shoot. Sure. Um, although I kind of like the story more of Kawhi Leonard. Now that LeBron has gone to the West, uh, you know, the battle between those two is who's the best small forward. Um, in the East, I think Kawhi, obviously a little further along in his career, maybe has had some bigger moments. This is a great year by Giannis. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of want to see Kawhi. Like, I think this would be dope if they played the Warriors and you literally see Kawhi just go switch onto whichever Warrior got hot. Like when Steph was hot, he just went and guarded him. Then if Clay got hot, he just went and switched and like just got to really see how good of a defender he was. I, thought that, I think that would be dope to see. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. That's exactly why they're gonna lose if that happens. Yeah, because he's gonna be dead. Too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I agree with what he was saying. I think also coaching is gonna have a lot to do with when you get into that finals game because you're definitely gonna have to be smart when you um, think of a, a plan to go against these Warriors. So, well, in the coaching department, who do you think has a has the advantage there between the, you know? Whether the matchup is Budenholzer and uh, and the Warriors um, versus I can't remember who coaches the Raptors. It's escaping my mind right now. Who's the Raptors coach? <laughs> that says remember? a lot. It's not David Cass. It's not Casey. No, no Casey's in uh, Detroit now. <laughs> no, that was a joke because he got traded after getting Coach of the Year. But don't pay it anymore. Did he get? No, he didn't get traded. He got fired, didn't he? Well, well I said traded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a trade. It was. No Doc Rivers situation here. He's just straight. Like, all right. Hey, thanks for winning Coach of the Year, man. It's been real. Take the yeah, he actually you. got it after he got fired too. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, that's going up there on the SP. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is the uh, is the head coach yes. of the Raptors. So who do you? I mean, well, for one, he's not even a doctor, so he can't be that. Oh great. my god. First off, shout out the nurses. They do a lot. Okay. Don't it was a joke. Like that. That's, it was a joke. <sighs> There's nothing wrong with nurses, but doctors are. That is, that is the, the higher level. I guess. I mean, it requires more education. So. Yeah, I, I just said it's a higher level, and that has nothing to do with gender because you women, can be a, you women could be, be doctors, you can be men a doctor could be and nursing. nursing. I never said it was a gender thing. No, That's, no, I'm just. I was clarifying from. I was clarifying for people listening. I don't uh, okay, people to be okay. like, ah, oh, you, you think? Yeah. Dwayne Wade. You already mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Did we? Yeah, yeah. When I missed show. it. You you had mentioned uh, you think uh, uh, Iverson's the top three shooting guard over. I did, I did. Say, Dang, I've been mentioning it more than y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row that he's done it, and not us. It's like a habit at this point. What what episode is this? This is nineteen, man. How how deep. how many times do you have to do something for it to become a habit? Isn't it like twenty one? Is it twenty one? I don't know. I just made that up. Boy, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. Sixty six days. It says 20. from eighteen to two. <laughs> From 18th, of people are forming a new habit. I'm just that's crazy that. because this is episode 19. Right, it's the second time that I've mentioned him, mm-hmm. which means my habit formed on the mm-hmm. 18th, not de- the 18th day we've done it. Yeah, look at that 18th week. Wow. Amen. It was really just like slow motion psychology the whole way through. We're just trying to like. You guys want to see how we knew at we knew at 17 we we got you. Here's the thing though. Had you got me to do it one day earlier, you guys, you guys would have broke the record. That's but technically, this is on average. So yeah, there's always outliers on either side of the bell. Curve. So that means you guys were, did even worse. Then it took you a little longer. Actually, no, it's right in the middle of the bell curve. Yeah, it's not that great. This is all planned. Yeah, standard. Exactly. Your average. Is not, average, average. Is there. Okay. We're better than fifty percent of people. That's not bad, man. And you still have a habit. 
Exactly. I, the, really, I the, 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 the real winner is 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 the podcast. How he, about this? Okay, you guys ready for this? Yeah. How about from now on, moving forward, mm-hmm. anytime you say D Wade, you have to add a dollar into the jar. For what? We're because because let's see if we can all break the habit. Clearly, we all have to, a habit. I'm not trying now. to break a habit. I'm gonna try I think to keep it'd this be thing fun. going. I think it'd be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm if you gonna, don't want to participate because you love him so <laughs> you, much that you, you can go put broke. a dollar in there anytime you want to, man. Ain't no one <laughs> so stopping weak, you, man. All I'm saying is I'm going to keep saying Dwayne Wade's name on this podcast until Dwayne Wade comes on the podcast. Well, he'll probably never do it because that's stalkerish. First off, never saying that. It's <laughs> very scary. How is it stalkerish? I'm going to keep I'll saying your about... name until you come to me. <laughs> what? That's a little. It's once a week. It's not like I'm spending every day. It's creepy, man. How is it creepy? John, is it creepy? No, a little man, bit. It's be wishful thinking. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm this is for the benefit of the he podcast. Want, he wants you to get locked up so he could be the only John on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, locked up <laughs> for what? For stalking. I'm not stalking though. <laughs> All I, said, I mentioned the dude's name. And second <laughs> off, I didn't even do it this time. You did. Uh, I guarantee I won't do it again. We'll see about that. This habit now. He can't break that. It's harder to break a habit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So I guess that'll do it for, for somewhat sports. Um, Let's end with something real quick. We, are we going to talk about us coming out on Tuesday instead of, I mean, this coming out on Monday? That's true. We have to mention that. So as you may have noticed, this podcast came out on a Wednesday. And I'm sure you're Hump thinking. That's right. I'm sure you were thinking 24 hours ago, whoa, 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 where's my somewhat sports podcast? It's usually downloaded on Apple Music by now. Or uh, Spotify. Or Spotify also. But mostly, just based on the analytics I've got. It's mainly Apple Podcasts. And our one person who listens on Google Play. Shout out to you. Again. Thanks, Amber. Yeah. If you listen in this far. <laughs> and if you're not, Amber, tell us who you are. But yeah, I think exactly. it's my sister. Yeah. I think it's my sister. Anyways, uh, I think that going forward, we are going to start recording this podcast every Tuesday and releasing every Wednesday as opposed to how it's been in, uh, in weeks past where we've recorded Monday nights and done Tuesdays, which I think will be better because then we can kind of, once football season obviously gets started, we can kind of cover... Uh, Monday night football and then kind of preview uh, Thursday stuff and you know it's it's kind of a having it be in the middle of the week I think is also a kind of a benefit because we have the the flexibility of being able to talk about weekend stuff and also uh, we're not too far out from stuff coming on uh, in the next weekend hey man hey you don't gotta explain yourself to them it's not I'm just they gonna get the podcast whenever we roll it no I'm joking thank you for <laughs> it's, it's for listening. yeah it's full transparency I mean the 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 love that we've gotten we from, from the people who listen to the podcast and support the podcast, it means the absolute world to us. So um, I like to have that full transparency for those people who are, who are trying to support us and, and explain our thinking so that way you know they know what, what's going through our heads. Oh, you wanted full transparency? <laughs> I saw right through you. That's, that's, a, whew, that's a doozy of a joke, man. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for listening. Full transparency, I can see right through him because he's transparent. It means you can see through it. He's still explaining the joke, guys. It's, uh, no, see, this is see what I wanted to happen was like the fade out, like you know, when the TV show it fades out, the camera angle gets really, really big, and you mm-hmm. can kind of still hear the conversation, but the credits right. start running. I was hoping that she was going to pull away and we was going to end this, but right, there's still stuff. Here we are. We're still here. There. So, so bring the camera back in, cut the music, lower the credits. Okay, what were we going to say? Getting back to what we were talking about. Why does Bubby keep derailing us with these bad jokes, John? Can we talk about that? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, there was, a, there, was a, there was a bad joke, but I'm going to leave it away. I'm going to show some restraint. I'm not going to say anything. I had a good one, though. <laughs> well, now you got to say it. 
You said I was derailing us. You were, but now we've already been derailed. So now at least make it worth our while by producing a good joke. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wasn't trained better because you, we were derailed. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't trained better. <laughs> I'm not even laughing because that was good. I'm laughing because that was terrible. Come on, guys. Oh, that was that was. Keep solid. digging, yo. <laughs> I'm tired of digging. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> Like, I don't even know why people still listen to this podcast, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Anyways. Have you never seen holes? Mm, no. Grandpa, I'm tired of digging. Stanley Yelnats. Well, that's Shout too out. damn bad. Y'all never seen holes for real? Yeah. Didn't I just say the guy's name? Stanley Yelnats? Oh, the guy's name? okay. Yeah. Thank you. John over here looking at me like I'm stupid. You never seen holes, John? No. Nah. It's, wow. good. it's a good movie. I recommend it. And I heard the book is good. I never read the book. I only saw the movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Shia LaBeouf. I was like 12 and I was like, oh, love me some Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> even Stevens? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was yeah. hot around that time? Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. I'm a big even Stevens fan. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> getting back to, uh, to the wrap up of the podcast here. Yeah. Uh, check us out, please, on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Somewhat Sports. I know uh, you're timeline i guess at least my timeline on twitter has been nothing but game of thrones spoilers uh, i don't know if you guys <laughs> have run into the same issue um but in between there hopefully you can find some somewhat sports tweets uh, <laughs> to consume your uh, your timeline a little bit um i'm also on twitter and instagram at john dennis radio gentlemen jl williams five on instagram uh twitter is y'all know bubs uh instagram is bubs view are you I- ever gonna Combine Consolidate them, yeah. Eh. You were talking about it last week. I was, but then I thought about, I want to be worth it. You know, I want I want people to to put in the extra effort. Mm-hmm. So if you, no, I'm just too lazy. That seems like that's more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of these days, we'll see. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> we're also uh, available uh, via email if you'd like to reach out to us. Uh, somewhat sports at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's all I got. Thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of the Somewhat Sports Podcast. Uh, check it out, again, on all your podcasting platforms, Apple, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, Spotify, <laughs> Google Play. Uh, and I think that's all for right now. But thank you so much for checking us out. We'll catch you next week.